LA's home for NFL football. This is L.A. Football Monday. Let's go, boy! Talking all things L.A. football with Rams Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Brought to you by the Ford F-150. With combined toughness and intelligence. Head up! Test drive one at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. Here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickerson. (laughs) All right, we welcome on the man, the Rambassador. Joining the show on Mondays, Eric Dickerson. Hello, Eric. What's up, guys? How you doing? Dude, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. So I love football yeah. this weekend. Yeah, you, you know. did. Teasing in the box. I saw yep. I saw the ambassador. Yeah, you know, hey, uh, I was hey. I was a little nervous there for a minute, you yeah. know, watching that game, but you know, hey, you know, I I, I, I said they only got so many trick plays. These trick plays don't no, run out. Be honest, Eric. Let me ask you this. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were you were you a little bit happy that Derek Gall played played well at least until the last ten minutes of the game? Um, were you a little happy to see him play somewhat well? Of course, I, I told you that you know last week. I, yeah. I wanted to see him play well, not just not win. Look, I, I want Jared to play well, just not against us. You know, I'm, I, I feel bad for him. You know, the situation that he was put in and um, in certain situations. But I, you know, like I said before, it's about winning football games. It's not, it's not about liking somebody. Uh, he did a, he did a, a good job here for us at the Los Angeles Rams and you know helping us go to a Super Bowl. Uh, you have to give him credit for all, for all that, some credit for all that. But uh, at the end, man, you know, hey, yeah. I think it was the best thing. It was the best move for us. I mean, because I, I I told you even off camera, I said, man, he's not the guy. I said we can't go, we can't go far enough with him. I mean, yeah. and, you know, I was getting killed for it at times. But I, you know, Rodney, you know, you're a quarterback. I'm not a quarterback, but I'm a football player, and I know what I see. I know what I see, yeah. you know, and you, you can tell when the eyes guys, don't lie. Eyes the eyes don't lie. The eyes don't lie to you. I mean, it's like it's like it's like a video. Uh, that's you in that video. Well, no, that's not me. Oh, that's not you. <laughs> 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 I know it looked like me. I got I got the same clothes on, but but that ain't me. You know. So, but yeah, I was glad. I was glad to see him play. You know, well, what somebody, said, I, somebody mm-hmm. said this to me about and compared this um, in a, in a basketball way to to. Matthew Stafford now with the Rams and Jared Goff when he was with the Rams said it's like a basketball player at the free throw line, right? And and one is it hit every part of the rim before it goes in, and the other one is just nothing but net swish, swish, mm-hmm. swish. Is the difference between Matthew Stafford running the offense and Jared Goff running the offense? There's some clanking and may hit the backboard a couple times, may not even go in, but with Stafford it's pure going in and when you watch him play I told Fred this earlier he's like a kid in the candy store with all the weapons he's got not only just the weapons but the scheme of the offense you know a big part of it you know this Eric you can have weapons and a bad offensive coordinator or bad play caller and it doesn't work but when you got both um, they make it look easy and I I think people now are looking man this is what Sean McVay was talking about when he brought in this offense and what this offense can do Exactly, because he couldn't he couldn't run his he couldn't run his entire offense with Jerry Goff, and I mean that's just the facts. I mean I think everybody knew it. I think people around the league start start figuring it out, and I think they figured it out when we played the the our Super Bowl run. We played Detroit Lions, and, and we almost lost to the Lions, and and they did a few things that wow that everyone else picked up on. Okay, this is what he can't do. You know this, and you, you know how it is, right? When they when they yeah when they start 
you know, scheming you and, and stuff, watching that film on you. Everybody has a tendency. Every player, every coach has 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 some kind of weakness, and, and that's what it is. And and for Jared Goff, you know, I just kept saying, you know, last year I said, he's a turnover machine. He turned the ball over too much. And yesterday I, I left the game. I left and I, I was I was listening to it on the radio and I talked to my friend uh Linda Sheridan. She was she was she was at the game. And she said, when he threw that interception, he said, Eric, I just busted out laughing. She said, because I knew it was coming. She said, I knew he was going to give us something. And sure yeah. enough, I don't know. I mean, and then, yeah, like he played like Jared Goff. That's what she said. She said, he played like Jared Goff. Right. You know, he is yeah. who he is. I mean, I'm That's sitting there watching this yesterday. And I'm they, thinking, they got a chance. They got, no, they don't. Yeah, I thought, no. oh, God. And, and I actually thought somewhere in the recesses of my mind, they're driving to take the lead with. Three minutes or four minutes to go in a game. I'm thinking, you know what? I don't want the Rams to get beat here, but right. God, if Goff does it, it would be pretty cool for him. This is really what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not rooting against the Rams, but then he drops back, and there's that wounded duck that he fires. He got hit, Fred. Yeah, please. Even when he's not hit, <laughs> that's what it looks like. And it's picked off. I went, and there you go. <laughs> there you say, go. And, yeah. that, and, and, and that's what I'm talking about right there. That's, yeah, yeah, there it that's is. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly yeah. why he's now playing in Detroit. And you know what the other thing is, is Stafford does, which is clearly evident. He covers he covers Sean McVay when Sean McVay doesn't call the right play. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. no right. coach is going to be perfect all the time, but mm-hmm. you expect your quarterback to cover your back. You get out of that play or make a throw that – in a situation, typically, they got the right defense for us. They got us beat on that play. But Stafford is is covering Sean McVay's back in those situations more so than than Jared Goff ever did. Yeah, he he threw a pass yesterday. Uh, Matt Stafford did a sidearm pass. I forgot what the situation. It only picked up like six, seven yards. But I'm like, man, it, it was he, he couldn't have got the only way he could have got the it. Side I, was arm. Going I think it was one to Robert Woods over the middle. Yeah, I that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, he, it was only way he could throw it was sidearm to get it to get it out. I mean. I'm like, man, he has everything in his arsenal. I mean, you know, I, and like I said, when I saw Matt Stafford play in Detroit a little bit, not a lot because, you know, I didn't watch the Lions a lot, and everybody would always talk about how great a quarterback he is. And when I see it, like, on the highlights, I'm like, man, he can really throw it. But when yeah. you see him play, you start seeing him play week to week and get a chance to really watch this this young man play, I mean, he is he's a real deal. Yeah, and you know, E.D., when you – you get your moment, and we'll see how it turns out because I, 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 they are good top to bottom. Hopefully they can stay consistent and get to the playoffs and get home field. But, man, when you when you get your moment and and you finally get your moment where you want to be, he is taking every advantage of this moment right now, and he is delivering on a regular basis. So I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him because I've been there in Detroit where you, <laughs> you, you can do all you can and you still lose. You know, and you get blamed for it. Right. That, that, and you that's get, it. And you get blamed that's for it. it. So I'm I'm happy for him. Did you see, I don't know if either one of you saw it before the game. We had it last night. Danny Trejo was down on the field. Did you see mm-hmm. this? I didn't see it. All right, for whatever reason, Danny Trejo was down on the field before mm-hmm. the game. We like Danny Trejo. And uh, he goes up to Aaron Donald. He says, hey, man, can I take a selfie? And Aaron Donald says, okay. But the game is kicking off in four minutes. 
<laughs> Why is Danny Trejo running around on the field taking a selfie four minutes before you the game? You know why? Because he's Danny Trejo. That's right. He's, Danny, he's Machado. Machado. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, he's Machete, Machado, all of them. Yeah, man. Um, The thing about the Rams yesterday, and look, it was a little, uh, little close for comfort. Let's just be honest. Uh, but you both have said all along, you know what? You're not going to win every game easily. Yeah. You got to win the games you're supposed to win. And in the NFL, and we saw it yesterday, Cincinnati and Baltimore, and Cincinnati won that one. Hey, a win is a win, and you take it, and you get out of there. But what do the Rams take from that game yesterday, Eric? Well, one thing is, and I've, I've been saying this, they, they have to be more consistent with stopping the run. I mean, they gave up 137 yards yesterday. Uh, to, to Detroit. Detroit is not a, a great running football team that, that, that I know of. I mean, they gave up 200 yards to uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and that's 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 how you get beat. I mean, that was just from the running backs. You have to be able to control the run. Like, you're not going to have, I know you're not going to have those, we're going to stuff you every week, but but you can't have a team that comes in that's, that is not even close to your superior or superiority, you know, run the football like they ran the football yesterday. And we, and we had 47 yards rushing. We've got to do a better job of running the football. I mean, because when Matt Stafford threw the ball, I think what forty-one times or something like that, you know, you don't want to you don't want to rely on, on, on him just throwing the football out. You've got to you've got to get that running game going. Yeah, I I, I agree. Stopping the run for me, uh, a team that we know, you know, obviously was the number one defense last year. Know they can be dominant on defense. Seeing the different teams so far being able to run the football on you is is difficult. Eric, you know this. When another team is running the football on you, it's kind of demoralizing, not only to to that defense, but to the whole team. Right. Because as an offensive guy, you sitting on the sideline going, man, there goes another first down. Man, right. they, they got the ball. <laughs> man, we, we, got, we got to get back on the field. We got to get, you know, we got to get them off the field because that allows you to have long, sustainable drives when you're running the football. And that is something that they have to, to sure up because come playoff time, the teams that they will have to face – our guy, our teams that will run the football on you, no doubt. And they, you know, they're gonna see a Tennessee Titans team here in the next couple of weeks. You know what they do? Oh yes, <laughs> they got a guy that can run the football, Derrick Henry. Oh yeah. So that's gonna be a good test. They, I mean, they got to throw back to Ed days where he's gonna tote it. He's gonna tote it thirty, thirty-five times a game. That's yeah, what my kids didn't. say. Actually, that's yeah. what my kids say. D- you well, were the prototype for Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I, I always, you know, and I don't know, nothing away from s- smaller backs, but I always feel a big back is going to inflict more damage. You know, and late in the game, you think them DBs want to run up and tackle you? No, no, they don't. Even them linebackers, because you're getting a running start. You know, it's like, hey, man, stop him up there. What's yeah. going on? What's going on? They're like, hey, man, it's not my <laughs> don't, job to make these Don't let him get ahead of steam. Don't get ahead of steam going on. So, most definitely, I mean, They've got to. They've got. They've got to get an get an answer for that. And, you know, and like I say, we say right. You know, you're not going. You go. It's going. You have some off day, off weeks. It just happens. But you can't let it happen against a team that's not a good running football team, like not known for running the football. And you let them run all over you. I mean, you know that that's 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 my only that's my, that's my only gripe with with the Rams right now. Sometimes they get. I don't say lackadaisical, but they have some mm-hmm. real some real big letdowns. Like it'll be a third and fifteen. Like how you let them run the ball and pick up fifteen yards? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That happened a couple times yesterday. It third happened yesterday. 11, third yeah, and twelve. Third they 11, ran yeah. it. They ran yeah. it and got the first down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It uh, and and sometimes you do play down to to your competition a little bit. And 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 but granted, not many teams are gonna have three trick plays on you. Like the, like the Lions, <laughs> they all work. 
<laughs> it all worked, so it kind of oh, changed you up a little bit. But uh, but yeah, they got to shoot up the, the 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 run game. If you're the Lions, really, I, I think you have to respect that they tried anything they could to try to win the game. I mean, oh yeah, the coach is the guy that said it before the season started. I'm going to bite your kneecaps off. Yeah, you punch in the head, bite your kneecaps off. You're going to feel it. <laughs> and uh, then yeah, he's also the guy that cries after games. Yeah, he like, yeah. bursts into tears. I mean, think about the Lions, though. They 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 haven't won a game, but they they lost. I think one a two one. The guy kicked a record field goal. And by the way, that happened once before. It was Tom Dempsey. Yeah, against the Lions. Against the Lions. Um, they 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 also lost the. Remember, they played the Packers on Monday night. Had them on the ropes for a while. They they lost to um the Ravens. Like I said, last second second field lost to the Vikings in the in a field goal. They have been in every single game that they played. It's just. Sometimes, like I told you, Fred, earlier, you snake bit in that way. That the ball does not bounce your way, and sooner or later, it it if you don't win one, then that snowball goes the other way, and you're like, we can't win one. But but what did I tell you? I said this many weeks ago. That's what losers say. Man, if we just had one more snap, yep. man, if we wouldn't have did that, we'd have won that game. Man, if they wouldn't have kicked that field goal, that's what losers say. You you got that. You're, you're still lost. <laughs> the fans still ain't lost. caring about that. They still don't lost. care. Man, they lost by one point. Still, they still lost. It's all about them wins. That's what it comes down to. Nobody wants to. Don't, nobody wants to go see a loser. I mean, yeah, but I'm no just opinion. saying, for from a Ram standpoint, Detroit didn't come here just to lay down. They came here oh, to fight. No, no, right? No, no, they came no. here to fight. So fight. you still, it's still a National Football League. You still got to go play and take the heart from the other team. That's not a winning team. Um, and and. Detroit was able to hang around, so that's that's something from the Rams' standpoint, along with the running game, that you gotta you gotta put them teams away early, especially in bad teams. Like 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 they did in New York. I mean, yes. they, they put them away like that, and they you beat that team like you should have beat that team. But I know this much: you guarantee you that that team wants to try to help win that game for Jared Goff. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. ain't no doubt about that. You know, you know, you know how that is. I mean, when we came back when I played with the Colts, and we came back and played the Rams. The guys wanted me to try to try to help help us win that game. You no, know, we lost to the Rams, but still they. I mean, man, we want you to win this game for you, man. Even my coach, even Ron Meyer, like, man, yeah. I, know, I know how bad you want to win this game. Of course, I mean, like every game, of course, a team that that you used to play for, and you know, and you feel like, man, I did everything that I could for that team, and they got rid of me. Yeah, of course, you want to try to play well and, and and win that football game. And when when that happened with the Rams and you, mm-hmm. um, you know, besides the shock because they wouldn't pay you, and because yeah. you asked, they then traded you. How did you feel about the Rams organization at that time? Oh, how long hey, we got? Hey, how, long? Uh, how, really, how long? How, how long? <laughs> do you have the whole show for this? Man, you said it right. But how long do we have? Man, I hated. I hated them. I did, I love my. I love the team. I hated the organization because I knew what they were doing. I'm like, we had such a great chemistry, and they would they would get rid of players. I'm like, why did they get rid of him? Man, they don't want to pay nobody. They don't want to pay him. I'm like, but we need man. They don't, they don't care. I mean, that that was the mentality of the Rams. The mentality of the Rams were back in those days. And John Shaw said it to someone. Look, he said, football players are like horses. You open the gate, they're going to run. You might be mad. You get out there, you're pissed off. Because there was times, man, I'm telling you, Fred, I was pissed playing. I was mad. But I'm going to still play hard. I'm not going to play not play hard because I'm mad at the organization. I got other guys out here depending on me. That's what, it, And, and that's, that's a true statement. So for me, man, I was really upset with them. And, and where I really wanted to go was the Washington Redskins, not the Colts. I mean, my my cousin Dexter Mel he called me. I never forget he called me a couple of weeks before he said, "Eric, he said, man, I heard a rumor." I said, "Well, he said, oh, we're trying to get you." I said, "Man, I know, I know." I never forget his reply. 
man, that's too much like right. They ain't gonna let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, I mean, they 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 made it where I couldn't come back into the NFC right. for four years, and that had that was in the contract. I could not come back to the NF, in, into the NFC to play on on another team. So you know, it was different. It was a different era. Same but, same front office, Fred, that didn't realize. He did won the rushing title. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm having to argue with, with him about that. Oh, you did, man. I'm like, yes, I did, damn it. <laughs> did you have any kind of relationship with Georgia? Yeah, I like Georgia. You know, Georgia, you know, Georgia was Georgia. You know, she was, she, she was, I, I liked her as, as a person. Um, you know, um, she wasn't, a, you know, she wasn't football savvy at all. But, you was know, she hands she was off. Like, she didn't. She, she, didn't, know, she didn't get she, involved. She, no, she didn't really. She didn't really get that involved. She didn't really get that too involved. She came in onto the game, to tell, you know, on the field and stuff, you know, to say hi to the players. But you know, she didn't. She wasn't. She wasn't on the day to day. I mean, you know, Carol was. You know, Carol Rosenbaum who passed away. I didn't know Carol, but everybody said, "Man, Erica, Carol would have been here. You'd have never left the Rams. That, that would have never happened." You know, when Carol died, you know, she took over. I mean, yeah. and you know, she didn't know nothing about football. I mean, she she, she knew nothing about football. I mean, I think you know, she learned. But she like, relied you know, she, on other people. She, she lied. She relied. And she relied on other people. And John Shaw, I got to say, John Shaw. John, you know, John's a, he's, he's a friend of mine now. I would I can't believe I can even say that works. I hated John Shaw, but um, you know, he was doing what he thought was best for Georgia and the team. And one thing you find found out, you know, being with the Rams, is that the Rams didn't have a lot of money. I didn't know that. I mean, I think all I thought all football teams had a lot of money because a banker told me this. He said, "Eric, I used to be." He asked me, "Say, you didn't know, but I was the banker for the Rams." I said, "Really?" He said, "When when they signed Jim Everett, he said a check bounced." He said, but we covered it. <laughs> I said, really? He said, you had a check bounce. A check bounce? The check, the check bounce. He said, the check bounce. He said, the check bounce. It's the AFI, I know, I, I, AFL, man, whatever I, I league they would do. But, but, but let me tell you, the, fun, the funniest thing of all, Fred and Rodney, was uh, okay, when we was at the Rams, we got two checks, two different checks. Like, say, one would be from Bank of America, let's say one, I'm just going to say Citibank. Okay, you know, you had two different two different checks, two different checks. The I'm split like, up okay. your check? Yeah, like one was from another bank and one was from another bank. Okay. When I got to the Colts, when I got one check, I'm like, so when they get the other check? <laughs> See, you only get one check here. I'm like, oh, it's not another bank? They no, we go out well, with just one bank. I'm like, okay, that was different. <laughs> when you were with the Rams, yeah, at any point in time, did Georgia ever suggest that you marry her? Man, come on. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, Fred, you know, no, I just want to say. You see Kevin look at you right there? Why? <laughs> what in Why? the world, Fred? No, 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 no. Because if she ever had suggested that, and it was something you pursued, right now you'd either be dead or in jail. Well, first of all, uh, that wasn't going to happen, partner. <laughs> <laughs> so, know that. I mean, you might know what partner is, but partner, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah, did did any, anybody ever think it was odd uh, what happened to George's husbands? Uh, well, I mean, no, I mean, I, like I said, I was in college when 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 Carol died. You know, he, I mean, I, I've heard the rumors and all that kind of stuff about him drowning, and it was a scuba mask, a frog man involved, and all that kind of stuff. And then didn't one uh, get electrocuted in the bathtub? No, I didn't hear that. Come on, I think you're making up stuff. Fred. What is, what is what going got, on no, with you? No, one guy had an alien a alien abduction. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, one Fred, went to jail. I, now one went to jail. Now one went to jail. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He. Went, okay. What's his last name? Um, I can't think of his Did name. Fred Rogan. M. Fred Rogan. Hmm? No, it was Fred, not Fred. Fred, Fred, Fred. You know, you know, Fred went. Fred too cheap. He didn't went to jail. <laughs> uh, okay, we're off. Uh, yes. Oh, and as always, our visits with Eric are brought to you by the Ford F one fifty with combined toughness and intelligence. Test drive one at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. Eric, over the weekend, uh, Rodney and I both had encounters. 
in different cities. We should talk about those next. Now, your chance to put 1000 bucks in your pocket. Text the nationwide keyword GRAND to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's GRAND to 200-200. Good luck. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much, yes. Speaking of which, traffic. Together, all right, we can make things happen. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. This is LA Football Mondays. Visit buyfordnow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete. AM570 LA Sports. Oh, yeah, welcome back. On an LA Football Monday, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan, and the Hall of Famer, Mr. 2105, Eric Dickerson. All right, uh, over the weekend, Rodney and I both had encounters. Rodney was in South Bend for Eric? the USC-Notre Dame game. Eric knows. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, good. Well, then you can share it with me. And uh, I was in Atlanta for the Dodgers game against the Braves. Rodney, why don't we start with your encounter in South Bend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, you know, it is one of those seasons for us, and, and I understand that, but I still support my school and my team, and so we went back there and – and Eric, you know the guys I was back there with because we were texting the whole time we were back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know the crew. You know the crew. And uh, Will, no, Will, Will Smith. Will yeah. Smith, one guy. Yeah. Not the Will Smith, but that Will Smith. That Will Smith. Our Will Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kevin, Kevin Shannon and, and, and their wives. But um, and of course our, our buddy Chris Hale, right? Of course, of course. Of course, Chris, Chris Hale, the the ambassador. So, you know, Chris, as you know, I, you know him a little bit, Fred, but Chris is, you know. He's he's a blank starter, basically, Chris. Oh my god! Oh my god! Man, some of the stuff he sent me, I just couldn't. I just had to bust that laugh. Yeah, like, he's a blank okay, starter. So oh. so Chris is going around at the game. Now this is the whole not the game whole weekend, you know. And and we're all. I mean, I give it as much as I take it. So he we're all giving it to everybody. Eric knows the crowd when we get together. It's like going back to the locker room. So you every, nobody's safe. You know, right. nobody's safe. So we. We're giving it to the, uh, the the night before dinner. I had the waiter bring out a high chair, Eric, for Chris because he's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sent him a text. I said, "Why is he looking like that? Like he's surprised." <laughs> so it's stuff like that that we're doing. So we get to Notre Dame Stadium in South Bend, and he's walking around the crowd, and you know I'm you know trying to just walk through, not not doing any head down, all that kind of stuff, and he's like, "Hey, that's Roddy Pete to SC people, right?" <laughs> and they come up and want to take a picture and all those guys. And then, then he starts into who should be the next coach. Who do you think should be the next coach? Who should be the next coach? And everybody's having their opinions and they're being nice. We're going in. And by the way, Notre Dame State, all the remodel they did at Notre Dame State, remodel the bathroom, please. <laughs> Are they raggedy? Oh, raggedy and lines and uh, just not enough of them. The, the, the men's line were longer than the women's line. For the bathroom. It was terrible. So we're in line to go into the bathroom. As we start to get all the way in, Chris starts asking people in line in SC you know, you know, gear, who should be the next coach? Who should be the next coach? But he takes it another step further. Instead of saying that, the guy said, well, I'm thinking about this guy, this guy. Maybe, you know, Franklin might be good. You know, no, no, Urban Meyer. we don't want him. Blah, blah, blah. Chris goes... Well, you know who I think. I think Rodney Pete should be the next head coach. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he keeps doing it. So we're in the bathroom, and he's asking two or three people. He finally gets to a big cat. 
with a big USC thing on. And Chris goes, who do you think should be the next coach? And he said, I don't know. I don't know. I, Chris, I, I think Rodney Peach should be the best coach. So the guy goes, and I'm I'm doing my business in the, in the bathroom now, right? And it's full. The guy goes, ah, you know, I, I'm from Detroit. I grew up in Detroit. I never liked that guy there, and I don't like him here. I never in the bed. That's a bad choice. <laughs> He doesn't know I'm in there. The guy doesn't know I'm in there. I said, hey, what the fuck you talking about? And the whole place erupted and started laugh, laughing. And we come out of the bathroom. Everybody's laughing, coming out of the bathroom. The guy's embarrassed because Chris is just going in now, going in. You know that's Roddy Pete right there, right? No, 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 it's not. I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. We come out of the bathroom. And I'm I'm playing it like I'm pissed off at the guy, right? I'm just playing it all right, man. Get away from me. I don't want Hey. <laughs> he comes, hey, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That, that it was that weekend. It was that kind of weekend. That's Chris Hale for That's sure. Chris no Hale doubt. for sure. That is Chris yeah, Hale, no exactly. doubt, no doubt. You okay, actually great. brought out a high chair? Oh yeah, oh yeah, high oh. chair, booster seats, all that. We got, we put a kitty meal in front of him, the whole deal. Because <laughs> Chris, ain't, he ain't but about four foot eleven. Exactly. That's why I was That's exactly. why I and, and he had a surprise look. I'm like, I said, I said, why you look surprised? You need that. <laughs> you need that. All right. So I was in Atlanta with the Dodgers, and the way it works is uh, after the game, they sent out a note that you could go on the field for the trophy presentation. So I figured, all right. I'll go out there uh, and we'll shoot something for TV and say, well, you know, to the victor go the spoils or whatever. And then I'll come back in. So I go out there, I stand there, and I do it. All right, now, uh, to be honest with you, I, I get lost constantly. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. So I decided I better come back inside because we walked out right by the uh, the Braves, du- by the Dodger dugout is how we went. Uh-huh. Okay. So I walk back inside and there's this hallway. This is why they're celebrating on the field. Yeah. The the Braves are. Right. And there's this hallway, and honest to God, I don't remember which way I came down this hallway. So I walk up a little bit, and I made a right turn. And there's another hallway. All right, so I'm walking now, and I see all of these guys in suits, and they're standing outside one of the, the clubhouses. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, well, maybe the Dodgers have decided to open their clubhouse. And uh, I'll just stay in line here, right? And I say, is the clubhouse open to the media? And the door's open and somebody's talking inside the clubhouse. And they just give me this weird look. I'm like, huh. Okay, so I walk down and there's another door that's open. And there's another group of people standing outside and I can hear this voice. But I, I can't really hear what's being said. But I know the clubhouse is very quiet. And I'm thinking, God, this is weird that they would have the media in line here to go into the clubhouse when I thought the media couldn't even go. But I'm just standing there with all these people. All of a sudden, what were all the people doing? They were just listening to what was going on outside. All right? And there were lines of them, so I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll stand here. All of a sudden, somebody turns around and looks at me and goes, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) And I said... Who am I? Who are you? (laughs) Right? (laughs) And he goes... You can't be here. And I went, well, why not? Everyone else is. And another guy looks around at me and he goes, you're not supposed to be here. And I went, okay, well, I didn't know where I was going to go. 
I was listening to Dave Roberts speak to the team after the game. <laughs> I was in line listening to this, and that's that's who was speaking. So I said, oh. Why? So it wasn't a press conference. It wasn't a press No. And it was people outside, and he was addressing the team. Well, I couldn't really hear, but then I figured out who it was. I said, oh, well, I'll just, okay, my bad. I shouldn't be here. Some guy, I don't know who this guy is. He's got like an Atlanta Braves jacket on, and he's like security. So now he steps in. And I'm thinking, why is everybody being so aggressive here? You know, I ended up in the wrong place. This guy goes, you get the hell out of here right now. <laughs> and I went, what are you yelling about? And he goes, I'll just move you. I said, you're not going to touch me. That we both know. Well, you better get out of here. I went, okay. Which way do I go? I'm obviously lost. And he goes, go that way. Okay. So I walk out. Now I'm in the hallway. And I make a left. And I run into the rest of the media people. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's another door. This guy pops out of this other door and looks looks to the person guarding it. He goes, I told you. You better keep people out of here. I don't want to see anybody back here again. And the guy looks at him like, what are you talking about? Nobody went through this door. (laughs) And it was you. It was me. And I'd gone through the back way. And I didn't even know what I was doing. This guy yelling at me. We'll throw you out of here. You're not throwing me out of here. Eric, you know know Fred. He knew knew where he was supposed to be. He just just headed the wrong way on purpose, Fred. You know you did it. I like what Fred say. Uh, you ain't gonna touch me, basically. I'm, I'm not, not, not on goatee, Fred. No. In the past, I would both just... know you're not gonna put your hands on me. Hands yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I don't know who you think you are, Andy Griffith, but you're not touching me. I heard and what, that. what are you yelling about? It was like I thought you're taking your job a little seriously. You know, if, <laughs> if somebody makes a mistake, no one's trying to crash in here. Just go. You know what, Fred? That reminds me of a story that happened over at SMU with a, with a buddy of mine at um. Now, you know, SMU's right there in Highland Park. You know, that, that's a real rich area. So uh, my buddy, he went to SMU. He's a receiver by the And he works, he's on the board there. And he played, he was playing tennis over the Dallas Country Club. Now, the president plays golf, golf over there. So that's a real, you know, one of those kind of country clubs. And he's black. <laughs> so he says, I play playing tennis with the president. I go, I go, I'm taking a shower. He says, and one of the, you know, the, the, the keeper, the guys come in, <laughs> black guy come in. He says... To me, what are you doing? He said, I didn't, what does it look like I'm doing? He said, are you out of your mind in here? He said, no, I'm not out of my mind. So he said, I kind of forget about it. Next thing I know, the Highland Park Police show up. He said, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Uh-oh. He said, so so I just want to ask you, what are you doing there, sir? He said, well, I just want to think. Tennis with with Doctor, uh, I've got, I can't think of the president's name. Step Sharp. He says, "Oh, okay. Well, do you have some ID?" He said, "Yeah, Bible Leach." He said, "Oh, okay." So well, the the guy was a little startled that you were in here. He said, "Startled." He said, "He black and I'm black." So what's startled him about? What are you doing? <laughs> 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 Okay. Yeah, what are you doing in there? That's the question. Uh, you know, the undefeated team in the NFL. Somehow, someway, they keep winning. I wonder if that's surprising to you guys. We'll figure it out next. AM 570 LA Sports.
From the Rams to the Raiders to the Chargers, this is LA Football Mondays on AM570 LA Sports. Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete are presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com. Oh, yeah. L.A. Football Monday, Roddy P. Fred Rogan, Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson on a rainy, rainy Monday. Supposed to stop around 4 o'clock. Yeah, today. and be done for three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the way it is here. Um, okay. Two games I want to quickly touch on. Uh, first, how about those Raiders, huh? Went in there, beat the Eagles. Raiders leading the AFC West. I think they look better since Gruden left, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, they, they weren't a bad football team even before, you know, when Gruden was there, you know. And I think people have this this persona that when a, when a, something happens with a coach or a player, like it's a distraction and all that nonsense. Look, Rodney, you know what as I do. When you're playing football, your, your main concern is playing football, you know, yeah. trying to get, you know, get get play well, help your team win, you know, keep a job. I mean, that's what it's all about. Like, you know, I, I kept hearing when, when this stuff happened with, with John Gruden, it's like, oh, man, they said he lost the team. I'm like, well, who said that? What I was just saying in the media, I said, the media, I said, the media's not in the locker room. I said, have you had one player say, man, I can't stand John Gruden. He did a bad job. I said, no, you haven't. I said, because those players got one thing on their mind, winning football games. That's what it's all about. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. They were they were a good football team, and you felt that they were going to be, and we thought, you know, early in the season, we, we thought they were going to be a playoff team. So, you know, uh, I think they are playing well, and, and yes, maybe – the whole situation has brought them closer together because I'm sure they're getting all kind of scrutiny and people from the outside trying to poke that poke at them and ask them all kind of questions and really do a deep dive on the whole organization and it's really probably bound, you know bonded them more together. Um, and it could be one of those things where they 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 you know bond together and go on a run, especially a year like this where where Kansas City's not as good. You know, obviously the Chargers are better, but they got a chance to get to the playoffs. So. Um, and Derek Carr, I just think he's 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 not gotten the love over the years from from Gruden. So maybe he's a guy that's like, I don't have that looming over me now. I'm gonna just go play free, um, which is a thing because you know for the last three years, is the rumor out of there has been Gruden been looking for another quarterback. He was trying to get Aaron Rodgers. He was trying to get this guy. Trying to get that guy. And not really giving Derek the love that he that he probably deserves, and so maybe he's feeling that way. But I, I think they were playing good before that. I don't think it's any shock. And see if they now if they're going to run and go and roll it out and hit eight straight, then yeah, there, there's something to it. Uh, also, let's yeah. talk Arizona Cardinals for a second. They did it again yesterday. Uh, they beat the Rams. Are you surprised with the way the Cardinals are playing? Hell yeah. <laughs> you said that for Roy yeah. Green. Roy Green must be in your you know, ear. <laughs> you know I said it for Roy Green. Hell yeah. Oh, man, am I surprised? First of all, they're Arizona. They're going to realize they're Arizona sooner or later. I just keep telling you that. But I, <laughs> I got I to give them credit, man. They're they playing good. You know, one thing they're doing well is running the football. You know, they're running the football. Every week they have over 100 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, and that's big. And, and that quarterback, come on, Kyler Murray, yeah. he's hard to contain. And, it, and it's not coming from just him. It's coming from the running game. And he's throwing the ball well. The defense is playing well. You know, it's just hard to believe. It's, you know, it's like it's almost hard to believe that the Cincinnati Bengals are good. <laughs> you know, yeah. it would be, be like, what? The Detroit Lions are 7-0. and 
you lying, man. Come on, man. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, it's right because from an organizational standpoint, you look at those teams, especially like Arizona, this is, you know, they get hot. They get every year of the year, you know, especially since, you know, Kurt Warner and that crew left, but they get hot. Oh, they win a few games and then then they'll fall off. Then they'll come back down to earth. But this one feels real. It feels like they got the right coach. They didn't hesitate to get rid of Josh Rosen knowing he wasn't the fit for them. And they brought in Kyler Murray, who the coach wanted, much like McVay wanted Stafford. He wanted Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray is delivering for him. Kyler Murray yeah. is a smaller Russell Wilson. Um, and, and and he that runs better, that is faster. And so he is playing MVP football right now. They are a good football team. And you know this, Eric. They winning like they winning and, and, and keep on doing it. And they came here and beat the Rams. And not only beat the Rams, beat them soundly. In, they, in no, they, they embarrassed them. Embarrassed they the Rams. They, so they, they, they know they, they can play with anybody. See, Eric. And when you're winning, that confidence is 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 a steamroller. What, what this, that's the thing, Rodney. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead, Eric. That's that's the thing, what he just said. When you start winning, all of a sudden you believe, hey man, we good. I don't care what nobody say about us. We're good. And I mean, because me, I mean, I'm I'll say it again. They are Arizona. But man, I just maybe they won't come back to Earth. <laughs> but I expect them to. But when you start believing how good you are. Then pay something to it. See, this tells me, Eric, that Dieter Brock was just ahead of his time. <laughs> because he's just the size of Kyler Murray. <laughs> he can't run like Fred, Kyler Murray. Imagine if Dieter Brock played today. What a Fred, difference I it would slap, I will come over there and slap that goatee <laughs> off you. Are you out of your mind? Man, did you, if you could go back and see some of the highlights of Dieter Brock running, Dieter Brock, nah, no, no, man, I just got to say it, man. man. Dieter Brock couldn't run? I mean, <laughs> I bet you could outrun Dieter Brock when he was in this, when he was playing for the Rams, and you were right now. It would have been, been a hell of a race, Fred. No, Dieter Brock couldn't run. Hey, Kyle American, he can fly. That boy's scary fast. Yeah. So you're saying uh, the size, although they were equal, uh, Dieter Brock would not be Kyler Murray today. No, no. I, first of all, I'm not big on them a little bit of quarterbacks. No way. You know, that's just me. I mean, but you know, I got to say, you know, he's getting he's getting the job done. Yeah, yeah. I keep telling Roy. I keep telling Roy. We gonna knock his little ass out now. I said, just just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, we gonna, I said, we gonna get his little ass. Just wait. <laughs>